Welcome to the Split Discussions Podcast, where we talk about all things split decisions racing. For joining us this morning today, we have Kevin Bernheimer, Nate Johnson, and, and myself, Dave Gilbert, along with our special guests, Ken Kushwa and Harold Darner from Wendigo Studios. Welcome, everybody. Morning. What's up, guys? What's up? So, normally we get started with our week in iRacing. Any other leagues, official races, or hosted races that we ran this week? Yeah, I ran a million. Not really, but. Uh, I didn't freaky, run any. <laughs> freaky fast Wednesday night. We ran with uh, Lucas and them. Qualified on the pole and put it in the wall when I was running second. But I did out-qualify mm. Chase, Chase Berry, so I was happy with that and Kevin McCann. And uh, what else? Oh, yeah, then the Pudge race after that, I got murdered twice at Michigan before, like, lap 25 and was out. <laughs> oh, is that what happened, Kevin? Yeah, I get that wreck before the start is me yeah, getting over. I have to use my fast repair before the race even starts. And then uh, I'm making a comeback and I'm making a pass for like 12th. And a dude just kills me and sends me back through the grass. And I end up upside down. It was over. Is this is this uh, Pudge and TDR or just Pudge? This was just the Pudge Wednesday night league we run. Okay. Yeah, I was. I don't know what happened on that restart. It's like, I guess someone didn't get going. And I got engine damage from that. I didn't use my fast repair. And thankfully... Was able to uh, survive until that one caution, and then came in and got and did it. So, yeah, I got knocked so far off the track there wasn't even a caution. It just, uh, <laughs> it just hit the escape button and started clicking things off and did something else. Yeah, yeah. I got eleventh, yeah, which was nice. I think I put best my best finish in my home track. So I can't figure that track out though for qualifying. I was yeah, I was just mad because that's like one of my favorite tracks and combinations of trucks in Michigan and stuff. I was faster than blazes and get taken out twice and done. So Yeah. That's we mentioned that last night when uh, we were doing our it's the first rolling start that we had. We talked about uh man it'd be pretty bad to have to use your fast repair just on the on the start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I thought the, the rolling start went well though. Oh yeah, our start last night was good, but yeah that one it was just like a huge checkup up front and I get checked up right Barely tap the guy in front of me, and then the guy behind me can't get stopped, and he drills me. And, All yeah. right, we go. Yeah, that's how it normally happens. You know, the uh, it's like the third car back doesn't is the last one to find out that we're starting. We got everybody, everybody wants on the podcast now. Yeah, we got Thomas Myers with us. Welcome back, Bo Ross. Hey, good to be back. 
Yeah, and so uh, yeah, I didn't do any officials or anything this week. I did run quite a bit of laps at Indy Road. You wouldn't have known that last night by watching how slow I was. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time every time I had ten minutes, I jumped on and ran some laps, but it, they didn't but do any crazy. good thing good for me though. I I, I tried each of your guys' setups because Ken had asked me before we got to going and. He goes, did you go over? Because usually I'll jump in and just check him out. And I'm like, this cup car does not want to turn. The Xfinity car wanted to step out. The truck seemed pretty stable, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, like the, could I not hit the gas. Getting, yeah, I had trouble getting rear grip. Like, I step on the gas and uh, I just want to. Yeah, round you go. Round you go, I, yeah. The biggest thing I had was, like, with, it was turn four. Like I told him it was deceptively, like, if, if, if that after the the just before the short shoot, the right-hander. Right. And I was like, it looks like a track like you can go through it, and you and you can't. <laughs> like, no. It's a very slow-speed turn. It looks like it should be faster, and it's not. Yeah. Like, about the time the track straightens out and you think you can get in the gas, that's when you got to hit the brake. And it's like, yep. you get that messed up, and it's like you're off in the gravel. Like, what did I just do? What happened? Yeah. I had, like, a 11X, I think, last night, and it was all from getting off in the kink. <laughs> yeah just one a lot of there's a lot of playing in the kitty litter last night trust me we, <laughs> we got I was thinking at the end of the night i think uh tiny horse was the only one that had a zero x yeah, yeah. well i mean he drove away he was like commenting on this that's he why he lapped the field <laughs> yeah yeah he didn't me he didn't lap me no. Nope. He got. He came up <laughs> one oh, short. Was, and we we told there. him too. Don't think we didn't point it out that he couldn't catch you. <laughs> he he had about thirty seconds to get to me, but I looked. At yeah. yeah, he had almost a minute on I me. Mean, at the end there, I just took tires and uh, or no tires and just gas. No tires, just gonna, fuel. Like it was gonna yeah. matter. Like we saw that. We're like, I, I looked at him like I was like, oh, he only took fuel. <laughs> <laughs> right. You only needed like three gallons, so I was like, I don't need tires. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, if anything, you just want to take rear tires. You know what I mean? You're not rights or lefts. You want to take rear tires. <laughs> rear tires only. Yeah. Well, when you yeah. change them tires at the first pit stop, I had 97, I think, and 96. Yep. So it was like I don't need to change these things again. Yeah, I exp- I was um, I was thinking about not doing tires like every other stop or something, but yeah, that's generally with road courses anyway. I mean, you know, like we did a uh, group of our guys. We did the the Rolex 24 and. We double stinted, I think a couple times we triple stinted the guard yeah. tires at Daytona. Jokes on you guys. I was so slow, I only needed to make two stops. <laughs> right. You should have just played that the whole time. You should have been able to get your pit strategy. What are you talking about? That's perfect. <laughs> well, that's just... Tiny Horse did and just run backwards. I think he went faster than yeah, I did, did backwards. You guys and I went that, did you catch the replay? He drove the entire course backwards. Yeah, yeah, I started yelling at him. I was like, I will come and wreck you right now. You keep doing that. Well, what's it? Um, um, Luke Smith. was in the 10. Yeah, Luke Smith yeah, got him. Did, him at the, <laughs> I was trying to see him doing it before I jumped out of it because I would have went and hit him too. Been like, that's too cocky. I'm taking well, Luke didn't catch him until the very end. He caught him out of frustration. Turn one if they were running it the right way. Uh, just as he's heading to the finish line, and then he spins him out really good, yeah, right on the front stretch. There. Right on the front stretch. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's Tiny Horse's uh, victory lane celebration. He's been doing that with us for four seasons now. We call it the Polish Polish lap. Yeah, yeah. Polish Polish. <laughs> yeah. So you go, he drives it backwards, but backwards. Yes, you know, in reverse. Okay. Yeah, the track in reverse while he's in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, we got some questions for you guys. Um, either it's questions for either one of you guys, but tell us about Wendigo Studios. Well, it's just, uh, Wendigo Studios has been around. Uh, about, I think we started about, um, I want to say it was three years ago Yeah, uh, when I met Ryan Bauer, who's known as the Bearded Sim Racer, who currently works with iRacing and Podium and, and a few others. And believe it or not, Dave, you guys that run officials, man, I met this guy doing an official Daytona 500 he was pushing me. We we're in the front. We were leading this thing. We got wrecked from behind. <laughs> like, but we uh, started talking. I have a daughter who's autistic. So does he. And so we started talking. And and then he told me what he was doing. And and uh, I told him that I had done something like similar to broadcasting. Uh, I did uh, race highlights way back when in 2003, around the 05, 06, 07 time um, with uh, FSR. Uh, which had some people that you might know, like Martin Truix and Cousin Carl, guy named Junior, you know, a few of those people in there. Yeah, I never heard of them guys. <laughs> uh, and we would do, like, I would let the winner pick the, the, the song it went to and it did that. And when I told him that, he's like, was it this guy? And Ed was the guy's name. I said, yeah, it was Ed. He's like, you are the reason I started doing broadcasting, which I thought was hilarious. Small little thing. But uh, Go Studios kind of came out of uh, working with Ryan. Ryan was showing me what he was doing. And I said, hey, you know, do you mind if I pick up one of these? And he had another, like a small client. And it was about two years ago that I worked with them. I kind of worked under his flag, the, the Bearded Sim flag for a while. And um, I think I picked up my first group was uh, Lightspeed Racing League. Um, and then somebody, some people who watch this will know the North South racing league, which is where tiny horse also races. A lot of people came over, know me from there. Uh, and then, uh, we basically have evolved and I almost have to duplicate myself, right? Can I say I got to clone myself because I've got more people asking for our services than, than there's me. Cause, uh, you know, I'd like to do some other things and just broadcast every day of the week. But yeah, that's how we started was kind of just working with somebody else who does broadcasting and, and I've uh, I've uh, been a voice on Roush Performance Esports. I've been a, a voice with 24 Hours of Lemons and quite a few different leagues. And uh, yeah, but it's it's been a, it's been a nice road, long road actually. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Bearded Sim Racer. I was uh, two seasons ago. We were looking for um, somebody to fill in for our, last season. We were looking for somebody to fill in uh, the beginning of our season, which you guys ended up doing for us, and we we're thankful for that. But uh, Yep. I reached out to him, and he said that he couldn't do it, but he said to reach out to you guys, and that's how we got in contact with you. Yeah, at one time, and I've learned to take this as a badge of honor, but at one time I had a friend that knows us both, and he, he called me Bearded Sim Light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, like a, you guys do a great job uh, on the broadcast, and uh, we really appreciate you guys doing uh, such a good job. and. Uh, you know, it's only I just started dabbling in broadcasting our uh, our dev series, our double trouble series this season, and you know I'm learning as I go. Uh, I don't consider myself a broadcaster, but I am broadcasting, and it's funny because I haven't advertised my services at all, but I've gotten a lot of people that's reached out to me about broadcasting their leagues. Sweet, yeah. There's been there's a lot of 
there's a lot of people out there that want their league broadcasted. There's also a lot of people out there that guess they don't really honor your time. (laughs) I've had a a person come up to me and go, yeah, I want you to hold, I want you to broadcast a four hour event for us. And, and our budget's $30. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Again, though, we, we have said food sponsorship will go a long way. Literally send us food. We're going to talk. Oh yeah. We'll talk about the food. We'll talk about the food, the racing, whatever else comes along. Right. You can listen to any of our other broadcasts. We, yeah, we, we talk about. I mean, we get everybody. So yeah, that's, I think that's one of the things that makes us kind of unique. Me and Ken is just, uh, you know, we we don't necessarily fill all the dead space with unnecessary things. It's it's a video. You yeah. can see what's going on. I talked to somebody before. I said it's not like we're MRN where we got to call everything that happens. Right. They can see you know, ninety percent of it can be seen by their eyes exactly. and. Kind of tell yeah, people you, are. Don't you and... tell, uh, don't you tell Fox and NBC that? Oh, I know. They talk <laughs> about the most ad nauseum crap ever. Right. You know, we, uh, we, we tend to we the interactive side. That's our biggest thing. We talk to interact with the we, audience. We, that's live see, with that's you guys. We talk with Kathy, Joe, well, and I'm glad you some other that. We talk to a lot of people, and on our other on our other cast as well. We we talked. We like to get the people that are watching interactive because we want to know what they're thinking. We want to. How's the broadcast? What what's you know what's happening? And and who's your favorite driver? We've done it where I think the first time we did your all series, uh, we filled in um, for Daytona. We were we were getting them involved with picking the be- favorite uh, color cars, teams, schemes, schemes. And, and that night, I mean, the the schemes were just incredible. I, I remember. Uh, when we did it, I kept telling Harold, man, there are some really cool paint schemes out here, really cool paint schemes. And, and we got them involved. We got everybody, you know, th- they seem to like that a lot more, uh, to be able to get the crowd involved. Um, you know, could you just imagine if you're sitting at a NASCAR race and NBC starts coming down into the stands and getting, I mean, that's really what we're doing. We're, we're coming down, sitting next to the race car fan and just saying, you know, what do you like? What's what's working for you and then both harold and i are mentally challenged so i mean you know it's, easy easy yeah, okay we're i'm sorry you didn't certified i i i, I don't want to sit down with a doctor <laughs> he hadn't sat down yet but, i mean so we get along really well and we have a good flow but i mean you can you can build rapport with anybody dave you're talking about uh, you know broadcasting things like that you can build rapport with anybody but it's really how do you get along and what you're trying to do and as long as you're you've got the same goal which we took we definitely have uh, we yeah. tend to we tend to do a good job with it. So I think the one thing that like Ken's brought to the table. Ken's only been with me about six months or so. I well, think. since then, since the yeah, yeah. Because yeah. matter of fact, when you asked, I asked if he was available for that one, and so we did your two, and then we actually picked up your uh, double trouble uh, championship. championship race. Yeah, that was fun. And yeah. and and uh, but Ken challenges me. He's like, because he's the one, that, and I don't know if you guys have seen the Telestrator yet, but uh, Ken's yeah. like, I think it would be cool as heck if we could do John Madden Telestrate. The, and I'm like, <laughs> so I have to go on and research how I'm going to handle this thing. And so we did it last <laughs> week. Uh, Sasquatch. We did the Sasquatch Award, yeah. which is something that he he came up with. And and but 
you know, he's a creative art guy in his mind, and I kind of try to figure out how to do it. And, and actually, the newest piece we threw in yesterday. Yeah. You guys are a great test bed for us. Oh, yeah. We love yeah, your audience. We appreciate and, it. Yeah. And we can do a lot of test bed stuff with you guys, and you're on my channel. So um, yesterday, we replaced the ghost driver. If you guys remember the ghost driver on the d driver info, like just basically a dude. Yeah. It's all great with your guys' actual, actual helmets. helmets. Yeah. And then uh, on the okay. cards, we did it the opening grid. And, and on the opening grid, we have your vehicles yep. and your paint schemes. Yep. Sweet. That's, That's awesome. Cool. So that load in with each session then? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Awesome. That's very cool. Yep. I have not got a chance to uh, watch that. It's an ATVO. Race guy. It's an ATVO thing, so. Yeah. But I do look forward to watching. I usually catch it sometime on a Saturday. Um, but... <laughs> sometime after this, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that race gets done pretty late last night, so uh, sometimes I'll watch some of it. And, yeah. But last night, uh, I just didn't want no part of watching Indy Road. <laughs> I don't blame you one bit. Believe me, just check. Now, look, just catch the front part and then catch uh, him getting wrecked on his back victory lap. And, and uh, yeah. Oh, oh, and the barrier. When did yeah. when was he barrier? When did he hit the drink? Like I mean, I was like probably forty minutes to go, forty to go, or fifty to go. Yeah. I checked yeah. that crash out. Best crash of the night. Yeah. Like he almost looks like a, like a ramp went up, oh, up yeah. and over the racetrack. All right, so we got some more questions for you. What do you yeah. guys think of running the three different classes on the track separately as opposed to running broadcasting them uh, individually? Well, when we run when we run our other, it's like we run Monday through fr Thursday on another league oh. system on uh, REI Racing, and they're just traditional. So we run yeah. Arca's Monday, Tuesday. Ken and I call the trucks, and then Wednesday we have. Xfinity and Thursday night's cup car and they're on their last their championship week goes to Phoenix next week but uh yeah we, so we we're used to that and, and just we've gotten a flow with it and then you know getting with you guys is like okay we can't key on the leaders because you know the leader is you know a cup car or or heck what was it the was it it was Phoenix last week that the, yeah. that the trucks were kicking everybody's butt. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but you know, we can't hang on the leaders because we've got other battles going on. We got other other position battles going on, and so the challenge for me is, and as I've shown you, you know, when we talked about you know your broadcast, is looking on that timing screen on the ATVO and seeing where, you know, we got really tight intervals and go, oh, okay, we need to jump to this area, and that gets to be a challenge. Uh, Indy Road was very taxing on the computer because uh, it, when a computer has to then basically uh, put in all those cars and all the scenery and for a three mile track, basically. Uh, so, so it does cause a little bit of that. So I have to watch what I'm doing uh, with the road courses because the, the more cars that are in the shot, of course it draws down on the, on the phrase per second. But uh, yeah, with all your guys, different cars stuff, I like it because it's, uh, it, the challenge of the driver is is understanding you know the other guy's breaking point the other yeah. guy's throttle off point the how he's going to run the line through there and it, you can know yourself and you say you're driving an xfinity car okay okay we're going to break here and we're going to throttle off here and this is the corner we're going to take 
and you pretty much know that everybody else is going to be slightly different, but pretty much the same run that you're going to do. But the truck could be take a completely different line, maybe not even have to break. And then the cup car is going to really throw, you know, he could throw it in there deeper and, yep. you know, and, and, and he's got the, and he's got the, the, the front stretch speed. So it, I think it really puts a challenge to the driver, not just us, but that's what we're trying to key on is show the, the audience that, that that's what you guys as just driver got to think about are all those different pieces. Yeah. And, and from a broadcasting standpoint where I'm, so Harold's producing this and he's throwing his two cents in while we're doing it, but I'm the one that's kind of sitting there watching every little car going left and right. It, I, I will say, you know, it's really, e- obviously it's easier to call a single race. I do the trucks uh, in the other, th- and I absolutely love it. I think the trucks have some of the most competitive running. I mean, it, it doesn't matter who I'm calling or where I'm calling the trucks seem to be, you know, fun to call. But what I like about the, the, the triple threat is there's, you know, other than last night, which was really chaotic, it, it, it really keeps you trying to get the one thing I'm trying to learn more than anything else is putting a driver to a vehicle. And I'm getting really good at it now. Like Kevin, you're, you're on, uh, I can find your car now, like right away. I know where to find Dave's car, especially when Dave's car says go cushy. Thanks very much. <laughs> um, but he kept making me go back to that car, by the way. <laughs> I don't know why, but, um, and, and I hope somebody starts putting the Sasquatch award on their car so we can start seeing those stickers too. Yeah, that is put in the logo yeah, for the drivers. From the, from the broadcasting point of view, it, it just, you just have so much going on, but your, your mind is just racing as to, um, man, I, I want to see what these guys are doing. And Harold does a great job of kind of dropping through each division. And we will call out in the middle of the race, you know, where everybody stands, but we try to pick the most interesting things that are going on. And there's never a dull moment with a triple threat. When you have a regular, just single car running, it can get drawn out. It could, I mean, we, we've filled, like I said, we've filled time with cornhole talk, with movie talk, with, there's been some races, not trivia. in your, not in like your trivia. trivia out there, not <laughs> in your guys, because there's nothing, it, there's always something going on. Now, again, it is visual, so there are going to be times where we're just going to be like, well, we really can't talk about tires much longer, can we? So we'll talk yeah. about something else. But but yeah. from a broadcasting view, I, I I love the triple threat. Uh, I don't want to go to Indy ever again, but I know I'm going to have to. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to try to drive it first and see. It, it was. It's. I told him when I looked at when I got there on the track. I'm like, I I, I think it's got to be one of the most technical race courses. Uh, that that the big block cars go on because you know like Watkins yeah. Glen is a lot less technical. I mean, just the bus stops the only really technical part of that track. And That's then what Dylan said last night. Yeah, that track was tough. You know, and uh, and then you guys are going to the Daytona Road Course, which that's I mean, other than the NASCAR kink thrown in there at the end is really a pretty you know wide open track as well. There's a lot of corners in that track that you guys ran last night. Hey, I, I got a quick you question. You don't get a chance to like, you don't get a chance to like breathe on it because it's it's the, even the straightaway is just yeah. so short, and then the turn you can't even the oval turn you can't even take full out full out without spinning, and so it's like, yes, that's the transition from the flat to the to the to the banking. It yeah. doesn't like yep. that. I got I got to throw a question out there for you guys since you've got us on and what we at. so we get to interview the winners at the end of the night. What do you guys think about that? Oh yeah, that's great. Uh, I know our our winners enjoy getting to be interviewed at the end, and so uh, 
it's a it's a huge plus to have them uh, just talk about their uh, what was going through their mind, how they got to Victory Lane, and uh, their decisions that got to that point. And we let you know. I think it gives a, a good uh, it gives a good perspective on who we're talking to. But not only that, I mean, they get the shout out to the to their sponsors. Sponsors, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, I just wanted perfect. to kind of get sponsors love that. that. Yeah. yeah, sponsors love that stuff. Like, hey, are you gonna check my interview? I dropped, I dropped your name everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. But I question how many of us actually have real sponsors because I know I do. There, yeah, I do too. You know, I found, I, I found that there, yeah. there are more than it, it, the ones I question are like a guy who grabs the trading paints. You know the the, the paints. <laughs> yeah, and is oh Exalta. God. Yeah, you guys are not. You guys are not probably not sponsored by Exalta, <laughs> but yeah. but like smaller stuff or like track racer guys that are sponsored from a Coney setup shop. Guys that are you know is those kind of issues. Uh, some speed shop track racers yeah. are big ones. Uh, and then like our other division, there's Northern Capital, who's a title sponsor, and they'll sponsor some cars as well. You know so. Yeah. Yeah, if they, and I like that idea that they're able to, to, you know, to shout back out to their, you know, and then uh, if if you ever get an opportunity, and and we do this as well, I really like to, is I like to talk to the title sponsors if they ever want to get on. Yeah, because I've actually had an interview. We did a special event race for one league, and 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 I actually got to interview the the owner of Track Racer. You know, oh, okay. that's and, a good idea. That was pretty cool, and and he loved it. I mean, had a hard time getting him to getting him into the Discord channel, but once we did, it was pretty good. And I got that information. I got that basically when I started um, broadcasting uh, for Roush Performance Esports, and I'm going to put this out here as a uh, a tease to your audience. I haven't announced this yet, but we are in talks with Roush Performance Esports as becoming their executive producer. Mm. Nice. What sweet. So that's cool. So that's some for your audience, and uh, if nothing else, we'll still be involved. We're always involved. We're in the back. Uh, I create all their over, their overlays and things. And uh, Dave, you know a little bit about what I do on that side. So <laughs> yeah. well, all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden, I'm a huge Roush fan. So uh, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's really cool, you know, dealing with those guys. I've had a, a great conversations with Chris Busher. Uh, him and I talked quite a bit last time, and. Uh, and oh, nice glad to see him. Glad to see him, you know, get a victory there with the duel the other night. And, and he's really a down home guy. And it, I, I, I love talking to him because he he didn't seem high on himself. And it was about two years ago when I first talked to him. But because he wrecked you. Well, he wrecked me in the trophy trucks, but that's, you know, that's not his car. Right. So, but I, I told him I owed him something but for when I meet him finally, because we're supposed to actually be going to Dover to yeah. to, to, to meet the team. And, nice. But, I've been running that Brad, the Checkered Flag Foundation. I have a truck, an Xfinity car, uh-huh. and the Cup car. They're all done up like the Checkered Flag Foundation to try and help support him. So that's good to hear. Are you looking to be immersed into your racing rig? Using patented technology, Butt Kicker products connect you to your couch or chair to send a feeling of special effects, explosions, rocket launches, racing engines, music, and much more right through it. It's a new immersive dimension in home entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, that sponsor stuff, yeah. Busher's my driver pick this week, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> nice. You picking Busher? All right. Well, oh, yeah, it's my pick. Yeah. 
right. Uh, so uh, you guys uh, talked about the challenges of broadcasting Triple Threat and how uh, you got interested in broadcasting, but do you prefer racing or broadcasting? What would you rather? Well, yeah. that's a tougher question. Yeah, because Cushy's just started. Uh, as a matter of fact, he likes to tell our audience, I stole back the wheel I gave him. He did. Because <laughs> like, uh, uh, I gave him my G29, and then like the week of the Rolex 24, uh, my Fanatec CSL Elite died. <laughs> so I, I called him, and I'm like, uh, can I get that back? I have a, a race I have to run this week, and... He's like, well, it's yours. Come get it. You know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. all right. But uh, yeah, we're gonna get him more involved. Um, you know, I run the the CSL once it gets repaired, comes back. I'll get him back in the 29, and uh, so he's on that that beginner level. You know, with the G29 Logitech, not really beginner. I guess it's more intermediate, I guess. Yeah. because it, it, I know beginners even like well, different than that. But. I mean, I can tell you even when. <laughs> Even when I get some racing behind me, I'm still, I love broadcasting. Like, uh, I've been working, so I work customer service, uh, or I'm an analyst for Discover. And for seven and a half years now, I've had people tell me, man, you ought to do radio. You ought to be on radio. You got the voice for radio. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then about two, three years ago, it really clicked in. Like, I should be doing this. Like, I could do voiceovers or something <laughs> like that. I should be doing this. And then Harold, all of a sudden, you guys call him and he didn't have he needed somebody to call the race and i'm like no well, this ain't this this is this is all in my wheelhouse and i was nervous i'm not gonna lie um because i had no idea what i was getting into never seen three sets of cars on the track at the same time but um i don't know if y'all know this but i like to talk i mean if you've ever watched <laughs> that, i like to talk and so this is perfect for me uh but i absolutely love it i think broadcasting is is a great thing for me i love the avenue of it and you don't necessarily have to look at me if you don't want to so we are working on the cameras though by the yeah, way we are you all get that's prepared enough. for that you so it's coming your lunch or something. it's a coming so you, thing so you guys are both pastors so yeah they we both are. love to talk yep. uh, so yeah, we have, uh, god god gave us a voice to use man could you yeah. imagine a pastor up there going next slide yeah yeah, <laughs> now you just gave me a career idea for my youngest child because he will not shut up. <laughs> broadcasting, broadcasting a pastorate. There you go. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm the pro wrestler in house. I don't think he's going to end up in the ring. He's either going to be a manager or a commentator. There you go. He calls it. Make it be the ringside voice there. You know, the guy that yeah. calls you to the mat. But uh, as far as uh, racing and broadcasting, I go through spurts. Like there's times that I miss being behind the wheel. Um, and then, you know, and I'm broad and I'm broadcasting, but then there's other parts of me that I'd really, I, I would really like to, you know, to race sometimes as well. But the broadcasting is definitely something I think I get more people watching. Uh, Dave, you guys invited me to the split decision, uh, 500 and, yeah. and I have to thank Dave for pushing me to the win. He could have wrecked me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> could have sent me flying, but yeah, helped me push the zero one uh, uh, one to go studios machine to the front to the win, and we appreciated being involved in that. And that's fun because, like I said, I don't normally get an opportunity to get on the racetrack because usually I'm always broadcasting, broadcasting Monday through Fridays. Yep. Um, when I do race, though, and Ken will tell you, I'm really, really love the indy car yeah watch our 18 wheel if he's ever live and he's 
follow him because he gets man it's funny because he'll gain ground on guys and and it's he's like he's like the old he's like the 80 year old grandmother that can't see (laughs) but goes 900 miles an hour that's harold like if you're in his way you're not going to be in his way long and, <laughs> I don't dump anybody. It's open wheel. He doesn't dump anybody, but, but I get around him. I'll find a way. I'll scooch through there. He'll go through grass, and small children will be hit, and things like that. <laughs> you know, he's he's just, and he's he's man, he's a machine. He he gets all bent out of shape, and and I love it because that means I can sit there and laugh and not have to worry about a thing because I'm not the one behind the wheel. But yeah, yeah, we've got a car for me. It's got a Sasquatch on the back. Surprise! I'm working surprise. on it. Working on get him out there racing, and eventually I'll get out there. But I, I, it, I my love is going to be for doing this, and the more I can do this, I, you know, I'm talking about, you know, you guys have this great podcast. I told Harold I want to get a podcast going. I want to get in and interview real drivers because we all know they drive i racing too. Um, yeah, kind of want to kind of want to interview some of that kind of from their perspective of you know you drive these things for real. But when you get into the simulator, what's, you know, what's it like and all of that. So uh, I, I look forward to it. I want to keep going with it. Um, and, you know, I love calling your all's races. So hopefully we, we keep a, you know, we keep long term on, on a lot of people, but uh, we're having fun. I mean, we really are. We're having a good time. We get along really well. So I think that helps a lot. Uh, we're both, like I said, we're both challenged in many ways. So um he knows where i'm coming from and i pretty much know where he's coming from before we even get there so yeah. the the the, old, the biggest challenge i have as a as a broadcaster is the is is the length of the seasons and yeah. and the amount of time that it it requires yeah um because like i'm right now running five days a week and and that limits my fun you know, time, time, yeah, yeah. T- time yeah. with the fam and yeah. time with other people and 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 I can't take vacations because I have to be around my computer, and so I'm yeah. working on something with that as well. I did do, I did do uh, North South Racing League in another league, uh, remoted from Cedar Point actually last year. What <laughs> next they, time you're at Cedar Point, you gotta let me know. It's like an we're there all the time. We will be there, and we're going in August, August fifteenth, oh. the week of August seventeenth and eighteenth. We'll be there. Seventeenth and eighteenth, we'll be at Cedar Point. We'll be at Kings Island. The, the two days before that. Yeah. All right. Well, Cedar Point. That's when we'll be in there. So that's when we'll be there. So that'll yeah, be Dave. That'll be Dave's yeah. like thirty fifth trip to Cedar Point that year. Yeah. yeah. We, we we have platinum passes. Yeah, so, platinum passes you know. that allows us to go to Dorney Park, Kings Dominion, Kings you know, Island, Carowind. Um, yeah. Cedar, wait, 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 wait. Cedar Fair, if you're listening, we yeah, were Cedar looking Fair. for sponsorship. sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's he got to jump in on that if you guys are going up there. So, yeah, Cedar Cedar Fair, if you're listening, we all love to be sponsored. Dave would love it on his car. We'd love it as a broadcast. We'd yeah. love some passes, too. Don't think we're there all the time. So, we are. Uh, yeah. we go to all the different places. But, but yeah, that, that's the big, I think the biggest challenge is being a broadcaster is really the, the time because a lot of people, and, and hopefully people listening to this podcast will hear what I'm saying is it's not for a producer. It isn't just getting on and going, okay, let's fire this thing up and let's talk. New, yeah. new, new. <laughs> well, There's we only have two listeners on this podcast. We don't have very many. It's like my well, mom. We, we advertised <laughs> last night. <laughs> advertised last night. So <laughs> last night. So let's hope it worked. Yeah. So hey, yeah, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I missed last week, and I recall something in our group chat about we upgraded to five listeners. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, the five listeners. Up, well, you know what? Harold and I will start listening to. And oh, I'll give you two more. And like we're we said, we're looking we, at double we, digits here pretty quick. Yeah, we're almost there. <laughs> if anybody from last night listens, you're in the home stretch. I mean, you got yeah. it. Yeah. And all and right. So, so we're always working that guy, that angle of trying to yeah. help out people that help us out. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we. <laughs> We created a coalition of admins uh, with other leagues, so we, we've been trying to help other leagues out, and um, okay. eventually that'll come back and help us out too. Um, Good, you know, it's just to be uh, come full circle. But um, do you guys do uh, play any other games or broadcast anything else? You might have covered that already. I play other games. I play other games, but i racing is is I think unique in the fact for broadcasting uh that there are systems out there uh heck there's atvo there's sdk gaming there's the couple other ones you can use race labs you can use uh what's the one you use dave i was using sim racing racing apps yeah yeah sim racing apps and and most of them are free yeah so and that and 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 they allow us to and it also iRacing, you can you can join as a spectator, and I know a lot of the council games don't provide that. Um, oh. So you basically have to be in as a driver, and that that messes up the the scoring pylons and stuff. And uh, I think NASCAR 2003, they 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 developed something as well, but I haven't been involved in any of that. Uh, I've been a driver in a couple of broadcasts way back, um, but. Uh, no, I'm not really doing broadcast, but you know, I, I I do flight sim. Uh, I'm an air traffic controller by trade, so the, yep. the uh, flight simulator 2020 is a yep. is is something I love messing with. I've got, um, you know, I've had VR, and then I have the the Airbus controllers, and I built uh, a center console for the radios and stuff. So I'm a, also used to be an electric electrical technician, so I can do a little bit of you know wiring and things, and so. I, I have a you know like the like little radios I could dial from outside the sim and it looks like a radio stack and some other things and I have flap controls and stuff but yeah it, it just uh, but again it's time these are yeah. these are time sensitive stuff and and like when I get home Lori Lori looks at me my wife and she's like what are you doing so I'm going back in the dungeon what are you doing working on something for racing. Oh yeah. So it's like five o'clock, and then 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 I'm working on you know pieces of stuff or changing something or getting it where it works right for the broadcast, and then I'm jumping, and then Ken usually joins me around eight ish, and then we start going over you know what we're doing, and then you know we start broadcasting till what ten thirty yeah. or so. And yeah. Then you go to bed. <laughs> I, I console I console uh, game. Uh, I'm a Forza fanatic right now i'm driving i'm driving the snot out of forza horizon 4 um so i do that i have the um project cars i have one and two i'm getting ready to download three i've got the competizione um acc yeah and then i you know when i really feel like i just need to dumb myself down i'll play mlb or i'll play i have an awesome uh baseball game uh, that I've ran into a long time ago. They got giant heads and giant cartoon bodies and they're playing, but it's absolutely like, I, I just, so it's my getaway kind of deal. Um, so I, yeah, I, I play console. I, I've, again, Harold's going to get me into iRacing, which will be big, but 
other than that, I mean, it, you know, again, it comes down to time. And, you know, when you're a youth pastor, you've already cut half your time out right there. And then you're doing broadcasting. So that cuts it out. And then I have the regular job and then I do everything else. So, yeah, there's a, there, there's a lot. But I do love I do love getting on the console, Xbox, and just um having a good time sometimes and just melting away so to speak but get me behind driving the forza car and you know that, that, the reason why i like forza is i mean you can literally drive any car you can imagine um and from the little m mgs to a three-wheel to a you know to a formula one car out in the the roads of england by the way formula one cars on england don't work really well just in case anybody wants to try it um it, there's a lot of turns you don't see coming so yeah 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 but yeah that's what i do so well we appreciate you guys coming on and answering some of our questions uh, letting us get a chance our audience a chance to get to know you and understand you um but uh we uh, we really appreciate you guys broadcasting our races you guys do a tremendous job and uh we look forward to working with you some more in the future i think harold a lot for he helped me uh, get upgraded to ATVO on our Monday nights um, broadcasting. So uh, appreciate him, his help there and his support. Uh, we're just, like I said, we're just trying to broadcast our Monday night series, and he really helped me out. But uh, so you guys, uh, man, you guys got any questions for our next guest? Our next guest will be John Peterson, driver of the number sixteen or seventeen uh, Xfinity car. In our in your in your triple threat oh, in our triple oh. threat, John Peterson. Wow. If you don't have one for him, you could message me a question for him later on this week. No, I, I think one of the best questions that comes to mind every time is um, it, for me is what really drew you to the iRacing? racing, and now that you do it, like really, what what experience are you having? You know, how do you enjoy it? Um, is, do you, you know, are you one of those intense drivers that, um, <clears throat> you want to, you want to beat everybody and their brother three times over, or are you the kind of guy that, man, you're just out there to have some fun, do some racing. So that's really what I like. I like to get the insight of guys, uh, their mindset, things like that. So yeah, ask him, ask him why he got into eye racing and, you know, is he one of those monster drivers where he kills people as he goes along or is he in it for the fun or, or what's, you know, what's his mindset when he gets behind the, the rig, so to speak. I think a couple of questions I had would be, um, does he key on Xfinity or does he drive multiple race right. cars? Yeah. Uh, because I know some guys they they, they key on a car and they really learn that car and they, it's only leagues they join. And then, and then there's guys that drive just about anything with a wheel that they can get a hold of on iRacing. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is how to deal with the, the you know, the, the IMSA style of triple threat. You know, he's in the middle division. So how does that work? Because I know when I've run the 24 hours of Daytona, you know, that I'm scared to death of being punted by an LMP. Yeah, as what happened at Sebring. We did the, the the six hours of Sebring, I think, or twelve hours of Sebring, and we were in the lowest division in the in a BMW GT3, and I got all the way to the right side, all against the pit wall, and still got punted by an LMP2 that came behind me. So, uh, you know, I wonder how that works when you when you see the closing speed in your rearview mirror. But that's what I got for them. That's about it, though. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Um, well, he'll, he'll have great answers. I know John is, uh, is a funny guy. Next week's podcast should be, um, 
out of this world funny. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, I, well, we I, didn't I wanted funny. We were yeah. still funny. Yeah, we yeah. were natural yeah, though. Yeah, you can ask for We were going to provide you a video, and you could have seen us, and that would really have been a funny yeah. thing. Well, you'll have to pay attention to next week because I nicknamed yeah. John Peterson Paint Chips for a reason. Nice. Pork chop last week. And, uh, and a taco. And a, I mean, so you guys are fun. That's what I like too about that. I meant to mention and that. the Care Bears for the fun sake. I want to know. I want that. I want the story behind that. If you ever interview him, ask him about the Care Bears. I'm not sure about the helmet, but. All right. Well, we do have on our Discord if you ever need it. Uh, there's uh, driver bios, and it, you can scroll through that and find different drivers and their bios. So uh, it's on our Discord channel. But, yeah, uh, Fonseca, you didn't put nothing in there. Yeah. Oh, there you go, Keith Fonseca. <laughs> you're getting called out. Because right. uh, his wife always listens, and she's usually yes, talking. And, uh, and she's actually the one giving us the information. Like, we're looking at uh, Humphrey's car, and she's like, that's Hump. That's why he's got Hump Day on the front yeah. of the thing. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then and we saw the pork chop mobile, the 08, last night. And I was like, those are pigs on the side of the car. And then she's like, because he's pork chop. Like, okay. I don't know why they call him pork chop, but I remember Daryl Waltrip would say you know uh, he would talk about an ugly car and he would call it pork chop and he'd say that it, it's because that car is so ugly you have to tie a pork chop around it to get a dog to chase it <laughs> get the dog to chase it there you go <laughs> all right then yeah, yeah we appreciate you guys asking us on yeah. and uh we continue to cover you guys we got quite a bit of racing still left we to go yeah? yeah yeah yep but we're gonna go over our results you guys are welcome to hang out with us or uh you could uh Think we're Jump off producing some commercials, right? Yep, yeah. we've got we've got a, a long day planned. We have the youth here, and and we'll be doing commercials for our youth service yep. productions. So, all right, again, well, us guys. Yeah, yeah you guys. Got, got before you get out of here, you got anybody you'd like to thank here? Get a shout outs. Oh, yeah, well, shout, out. shout out to my producer Harold Darner, uh, who got <laughs> me into this, and uh, I'd like to thank um, anything that I put in my face uh, on a call. I know I'm not sponsored by them, but if they're listening, Mountain Dew Melon would be nice and or Monster Energy would be fine if you want to sponsor me. Um, but no, I just I, I thank you guys for letting us do it. We we honestly, truly have a great time when we when we do these races. And uh, I like it. Like he said, I, we just look forward to doing more with you guys. So. All right, man. Then, well. My wife's looking at me, so I gotta make sure I make oh, sure I, I gotta her. thank the wife because she's she's the one. I can tell you because if, if if she ever came down, she can Denny Hamlin me and just like <laughs> ain't no more racing. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, so so you gotta thank her and and our, the rest of our family, and then uh, you know Ryan Bauer and a few other people that that helped me make sure that uh, we stay on top of things, and we'll continue to innovate. Innovate That's right. as we continue Innovation's to move forward. Coming. Thanks, you guys. Yeah, thanks, All right, guys. man. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. All right. Thank you. That was Harold Darner and Ken Kushwa from One to Go Studios. And uh, so it's great to have them on board with us. But um, we're going to move on to our results from our fun races on Monday night. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We ran a couple of fun races since it was Valentine's Day. So nobody had to miss a points race. And How fun was it, uh, Kevin? It was horrible, but uh, we ran okay. a uh, Xfinity race at Atlanta. 
Only two cautions. Looks like I was probably involved in both of them. And uh, <laughs> seven laps. <laughs> and uh, Guillermo bringing home the win uh, by 13 seconds over Josh McKinney and Joe Turkle. Followed by Nathan Manwaring, Jeffrey Ramsdale, and fifth. Went Dave Desperio, Richard Crane, Michael Gitchell, Mark Ackerman, and Thomas Teagan rounding out the top ten. But there were seven guys left on the lead lap there at the end, so uh, ah, they're just for fun. Are you in need of an iRacing paint? Contact Turtle Shells Designs on Facebook or Shells Designs on Twitter. Remember that they give discounts to all of our Split Decision Racing League drivers. Yeah, and then we ran the street stocks at Bristol. It was a lot of fun. Oh, I had it. I had it figured out, man. I then I slipped up just a little bit, and Gitchell got underneath me for the win. Oh, was it like on last lap? Uh, well, like nine laps to go. It was a restart. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Dave did lead most of it. It was sixty laps, which was pretty good distance in them street stocks at Bristol. We had six cautions for uh, twenty-eight laps, but yeah, Michael Gitchell gets the win in the forty-eight, followed by Larry Bruner and Jeffrey Ramsdale, and then Richard Crane, followed by me in fifth, Jonathan Humphreys in sixth, Joe Turkle seventh, Dave ends up in eighth. And then uh, Ryan Cruz with a top 10, like he likes to say, in ninth. And Patrick Anderson rounding out the top 10. <laughs> yeah, one lead change. So that's Dave led it. Uh, Dave led every laps. lap and won the yeah. one lead change is when <laughs> he lost the, the race. Yeah, when he lost the race. 51 <laughs> laps Dave led. Gitchell led the last nine. Yeah. Yeah, I qualified on the pole. I led every lap. And uh, I was just driving away from him. But I just made uh, – bonehead mistake and and missed one entry and on a restart and Gitchell was able to drive away and then that you got to, you have, were they just flat out or did you have to break yeah, uh, no break, you, but you just lift yeah, you just lift oh, it a little bit and so yeah half the, throttle through the entry there and get back on it yeah you didn't want to lift because if you did man it would like unsettle the car and, like yeah if you got uh -huh. all the way out of it it would yeah mess you up but yeah as long as you stayed about half throttle through the entry and then you could jump back on it yeah they were, they were really fun. loose they were man they were fun to run there i liked them yeah yeah i think uh just sitting spending like a half hour building a, a setup so that not loose off the corner might have made that race a little bit better yeah i don't know people need to let off on the gas pedal i guess yeah, yeah, that's where all the cautions came from. It was just yeah. uh, they were just loose off the corner and and you gotta drive them a little bit. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. I, yeah, we haven't ran a street time. stock race in a long time, so now it's been a minute. So they're fun to get back into every once in a blue moon. Yep, and then we uh, uh, we went to Indy Road last night. Yep, we had a great time at the. India Road Course, um, Triple Threat. People did a pretty good job, I thought, uh, respecting the uh, different braking zones and stuff that the cars needed, so that was good. Uh, Ryan Johnson got the pole in Cup with a 131.987. Um, got Dylan Clark, got the pole in Trucks. 
the 132.608, and then Jorge Canales got the pole in Xfinity with a 133.359. And if we go on to the results of the race, only two cars finished on the lead lap, uh, Ryan Johnson and Kevin Bernheimer. Everyone else was laps down, as Ryan almost lapped the whole field. Um, he ran the fastest lap at a 131.158, so that was really fast. Um, in Cup, uh, we had Ryan Johnson get the win with Kevin in second, myself, Nate, in third. Um, and then Luke Smith in fourth, and Thomas Myers in fifth. So that's the top five for Cup. In uh, Xfinity, Jorge Canales got the win with Stefan Wood in second, Jeff Ramsell in third, Justin Gibbs in fourth, and Anna Benefield in fifth. And then in the trucks, Dylan Clark got the win with Caleb Elswick in second, Corey in third, William Page in fourth, and Garrett Snyder in fifth. So, it was a long one. It was. Yeah. It was only yeah. sixty laps. Um, yeah, ninety-five but, minutes at thirty minute thirty-two. Yep. And uh, yeah. people, there are incident points. Uh, just from mostly from off tracks, I think, because uh, some of those turns were just brutal. The infield was yeah. just so slow. Yeah, I ended up with uh, 16 incident points, and I got hit from behind. It gave me a 4X, and uh, I think I scraped the wall letting uh, Ryan go on the front stretch and got a 2X, but other than that, all the rest of them were all one-offs at that kink. I need to thank all the everybody for that moved out of the way and everything last night. I wanted to... I was. You're like so focused, I couldn't even hit the radio button to thank everybody for moving when they did. So yeah, that was nice of everybody to be mindful of the leaders and uh, do the best they could because it was hectic out there, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah I feel like I might have had something for you there. I just went off track about six times, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, take them away, you know. If my ass yeah. had, I mean, that's got to add up to like a minute at least of just like lost time but it's hard it's hard on those cars too uh they, they just even on road courses they they don't have a lot of buffer before they wreck no, that's like, i think that's why it, yeah that's why they're they're a little like better in one sense to drive but like you just can't slide them around very much because they'll just spin right out like the Australian trucks you can kind of slide them around but yeah yeah there's no grip, and I, b- I believe they have more contact patch with the tire too. And I don't understand yeah. why we don't I feel think it. It's, it's the sidewall, I think. Yep, the sidewall. The sidewall makes it more snappy, you know, and they don't have eighteen to from fifteen to eighteen. All right, yep. that Side, makes sense. The sidewall is only like an inch now. It's a little short. Yeah, yeah the trucks and Xfinity still have that really tall sidewall, whereas the Cup cars, it's almost non-existent. Right. And so I, I was reading that there. the the downforce is now all created underneath the car. And yeah, it's like extremely inefficient at slow speeds. And so you have you just don't have any. You have zero downforce unless you're going fast. And so I think that yeah. also. Yeah, is, but if you look to, at uh, road racing cars, their sidewalls are, sh- you know, they don't have tall sidewalls. And they have that 
diffuser underneath them. So yeah, you but they, they just these... got so much downforce, though. No, they weigh a thousand pounds less. Yeah, yeah I, I guess it's gotta like, just be those things. You know, they weigh was... like twenty five hundred pounds, and a cup car weighs thirty six hundred pounds, or it yeah. used to. I don't know what it weighs now. But and they got the sure massive got wing on the back and the pounds. massive splitter with little winglets on the front and everything. Yeah, but uh, it was a lot of it's. I'm really looking forward to Dover and just getting yeah. on to going, just turning left again. <laughs> <laughs> Dover is usually pretty good for us. So, yeah. Well, we didn't run it last season. Um, so it's mm. one of them tracks we run every other season because our, our spring season uh, is a little bit longer than our fall season is. So we, there's a couple tracks that we had to cut out. Yep. But so, yes. uh, yeah. yeah, points, so, point standings, point standings. Yeah. Um, so you got a, uh, you want me to do those or you want to do a day? Uh, you can do, you do all the work. You can, you can have the glory <laughs> <Okay>. here. <laughs> uh, so we've got Ryan Johnson still in the lead with cup. Uh, Luke Smith moved up to second, um, with Kayla McCarthy in third, Kevin in fourth moved up and I am in fifth. I also moved up a spot there. Um, Ryan Jones has uh, three wins, so he's at the top with 111. Luke Smith has 78, so there's a pretty big gap there. And then uh, Kayla's got 74, Kevin's got 74, and I've got 70. So it's pretty tight <laughs> for that top five. Yeah, well, actually, the battle is for, like, sixth on back. Yeah. You know, yeah, sixth to eleventh is all separated by, you know, a few points. So. Yep, and eighth, which is the cutoff for the uh, – for the playoffs is really close too. So you got like 59, Andy's at 59, Tyler's at 58, Dave, you're at 55. It's all, yeah. all pretty tight down there. Yep. Uh, for Xfinity, Jeff Ramsell maintains the lead with 98 points. Uh, Stefan Wood moves up to second with 82. Jorge Canales moves up to third with 79. And then we got Michael Gitchell in fourth with 73 points and Josh McKinney in fifth with 70. Um, and then in the trucks, uh, Dylan Clark switches places with Caleb Elswick and Dylan is now in the lead with 96 Caleb's in second with 95. Then we got a bit of a gap to Matthew Wheeler with 75 and third. And then Corey Harridges and Matt Cobb are tied with 70 points for fourth and fifth. So these stage points, I think are making things interesting because if you can be consistent, you can really get a lot of points. Like Ryan got, Won the race and won both stages. They got thirty points and just really jumped that lead out. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that's stage cool. stages. Yeah, stage points are going to separate. Uh, you know, the rich are going to get richer and the poor are going to get poorer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah, but then we have our team championship standings the ackerman aviation team championship standings after last night uh kevin wdw white took the points lead there over Uh-oh. back row sim racing Ooh. ttf racing is in third with team taco uh fourth gng motorsports with this gas and go motorsports is uh right there uh knocking on the fifth place door with only Separated by one point there, but uh, Turtle Shells Motorsports WDW Black, Turtle Shells Motorsports Two, and WDW Red. We got a lot of work cut out for us to to catch up there, but 
Yeah, but isn't red like predominantly developmental drivers that we're it's, working with? Yes, it's just predominantly developmental drivers. So it's not really, they're not meant to be winning the team championship, but they're just the team that's out there. So, yeah, I need oh, to get you guys got the, for some practice. You guys got the plan. They got a plan there. Well, I mentioned this on our last podcast, but last season we had a lot of development drivers that did not have a team. So we created a team for dev drivers um, so that they didn't feel left out. That's that's what that was. So it's just a dev-only team, but we incorporated them with us so they're not feeling left out. They're just not going to be able to run for a team championship, so to speak. Right. If they did, if they won the team championship, that'd be pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, they'd have some pretty good uh, developmental races there. Yeah. So uh, that's our team championship. Um, we have, like I said, Dover's coming up this week. We don't really have any league news. We got our NASCAR picks. Everybody go out and get on Ooh. that fan tracks thing. Dave will post it again today because I just said it. How yeah. does that work? Uh, it's just I a haven't signed up yet, but it's just a fantasy NASCAR thing. He can tell you. I don't know if yeah. you read the. Hey, did you read Do you the like have to pick like five drivers yeah. and all that? You pick six drivers every week. Okay. So, and then uh, that's how it's going to get scored. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be heavily weighted towards if you pick the winning driver is going to get uh, a lot of points, and then every you know if right. you, everybody if you're going to play, read the scoring and stuff because all the rules are different. Yeah, every every fantasy league type of deal they they always change. So just familiarize yourself, and we'll see who knows their NASCAR knowledge. We were going to do the uh, NASCAR dot com, but that you have to be watching the race live. And I don't. I'm at church on yeah. Sundays. I don't get right. home by the time I get home, and I'm watching it. I'm watching it an hour and a half late, delayed. So right, they set it up to. Make it that you had to watch it live so that you got to watch all the commercials. And I don't do that either. I start late. So they have a feature where you can put guys in the garage. And if one of your other guys wrecks, you can take him out and put one of your garage guys in and all that stuff. And if you're not watching live, you can't do that. So we're going to play on the one Dave post. So get on there and pick a team. Let's go, Daytona. Yep. yep. Well, we got about seven or eight drivers already in it, seven or eight people already in it. So it's a good nice. start. I'm going to get in it. Today. I'm signing up right now. All right. All right. Yep. And so we did our our admin driver picks for the Daytona 500. I already mentioned I picked Chris Buescher. That's right. I wasted no time taking Michael McDowell because I want him no other place. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Josh Susie took Todd Gilliland. Uh, Tyler the Turtle Rush took Cody Ware. And who'd you pick, Nate? Me? Yes. Uh, David Reagan. Yes, David Reagan. So this is a... Just to clarify, I'm the only admin not participating because I've got a full plate of things going on outside of our little racing group. Yeah. And you know what? We should pick a driver for Thomas every week. I mean, can you you not say 18? Just pick a number. (laughs) You know what? Go ahead. Let's let my pick be like the whole league's pick. Like, Let them vote every week on who I should pick, and that will be my pick every week. All right, that's what we'll do. We'll do that. Uh, but we'll start uh, this week. We'll let uh, Thomas. You got a pick for this week. Uh, you, you know or, what? I don't think anybody picked Kaz Grala. I'll go ahead and take the fifty. All right, Kaz Grala for Thomas, and then next the week we're going to have 
we're going to have everybody pick for Thomas next week. I mean, if I was Josh or Thomas, I would actually pick somebody good. Nobody took anybody good. That's <laughs> because it's too random sometimes. <laughs> I mean, there's there's drivers that are better than others at this. Not going to lie. I'm actually just being kind of hopeful that Kaz has a good showing. I wanted him to miss a race. <laughs> it's I cool like Greg Biffle drive. made it in. Yes, yeah, yes, it is. is. Back. I thought about it. If Susie wouldn't have picked, I was giving him Biff. <laughs> Jacques Villeneuve. The Biff. <laughs> yeah, say, no, I thought we were supposed to be giving him Jacques Villeneuve. Jacques has no prayer, but Biff would have given him a shot. Dude, Jacques yeah. Villeneuve doesn't even have He's like got a borrowed fire suit. Right. right. I mean, he you watch like, the. Uh, he looks like, what's his name from, uh, not Spaceballs, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Austin Powers, what's that? The. the the villain in Austin Powers. Uh, uh, oh, um, isn't it Doctor Evil or something? Yeah, I yes. think it is. Yes. Yeah, he looks like him. I don't know. He kind of looks like Goldmember. Yeah, that too. Every but, bald villain in every movie, he looks yeah. like. Yeah, it's hilarious though, because he's like, he well, he had uh, I don't know where he got the suit from, but it said uh, Cup Champion really? on the <laughs> on a suit. Yeah, and and now you see it, he's got a piece of duct tape over it, like he can't even like. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It's hilarious, I man. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, his car didn't even start. Like he is having troubles getting the car to start. They said that was the, the same problem they had with a couple cars out at the uh, clash. It was it's some sort of throttle cable situation because you don't yeah. use a throttle rod anymore. It's all by cable, so they must be snapping that cable or something. Yeah. Yeah. But, did you see how they fixed the uh, so the issue with um, the cars in the clash was they have this little like bracket or this little like a disc that attaches the drivetrain together and it was like breaking. Yeah, and my friends at work was saying the reason it broke is because they made that part the weakest link in the whole system, so that something so it would be the first thing that broke, so it wouldn't be something on the inside of the transaction that'd be really hard to replace. So they just made it from what like his point. Yeah, they made the weakest point, so they, and then they changed it from a half inch to three eighths, I think. Right. But I thought it was really, really smart. Uh, was well, like carbon the, fiber or something? Yeah, yeah, it's it carbon like fiber. It carbon fiber, right? It probably needs to be. Well, if it was metal, it probably would never break. But yeah, I don't know. They were they yeah. were worried about that because they supposedly broke that thing warming up the tires. So right. after pits after pit stops, they're going to snap them things all the time if they don't make them stronger. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, they made them thicker. They made them thicker, so they should be stronger now. I thought yeah. it was really cool how they made the weakest right. part on the outside so they didn't have to take apart the entire transaxle in case something went wrong. But Yeah. You just, know, uh, there's one thing I do uh, miss. Like, you don't hear motors blowing up anymore, but back in the 90s, man, you, right. you didn't, weren't guaranteed that your car was going to finish that race. The motors blew left and right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. They, don't, they don't have them issues anymore. So it's one thing you do miss because... I think it's because they I, can't it, push them like they used to. Yeah. It also just shows you that the R&D's come a long way. Oh, yeah, it has come a long way. Oh, yeah, huge with the computers and stuff. And I mean, you can put a motor on a dyno and run a whole race, you know, yeah. just with the motor sitting in one spot. So Yeah, because, I mean, you also got to think back then, too, like how much of that was actually being done with a computer and how much of it was just being done by hand in a notebook? Oh, yeah, yeah. by hand back then. Whereas now you can enter the specs you want and compare data sheets across different 
countries and continents and go, oh, okay, so this is what worked for them in this environment, but we're going here, so I need to look at this notebook, clickety-clack on the computer, and next thing you know, it says this torque, this ratio, this, 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 and this. Yeah, it's all just yeah. stupid, I'm sure. Yeah, I remember Dale Earnhardt one time, uh, he blew a motor up early in a race, and they spent three hours uh rebuilding that motor because they couldn't take that motor out and swap it they had to rebuild that motor and he got back out and finished that race yeah. back in the big early 90s i think that was i forget where that was at what track I mean, it was back but, in the day walter they would change a motor in 11 minutes oh man yeah i know it they could I, blow a motor up come in the pits and in 11 minutes be back out on the track but the NASCAR rule is you can't, once you start to race with that motor, you can't pull right, that now, in the middle. Yeah. But because he started doing that, he changed the rule, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Once you know, people start. And everything was on quick disconnects and all that crap. So they would just come in there and pop a bunch of hoses off. And it's like, you know, a motor's in there with about, what, 12 bolts. Yeah. It's no different back, than going to the NHRA drag strip. They tear those things down in less than 10 minutes and have Dude, everything back together in like five. I love standing behind them cars when they fire them up, warming them up in the pits. And they're just like, if you ever stand right behind one, you know, for like 30 seconds, you won't be able to breathe or see or nothing. And then all of a sudden they like, whomp, and hit that gas. They don't do it anymore because they found a better way to seat the clutch is what they were doing. And that kind of hurts the clutch. So now they don't do that, which is a bummer. But if you ever got to experience them whopping that throttle in the pits, you can feel the air from around you completely vanish. It's like gone. Yeah. It sucks it into that car and I mean blows it back in your face and it'll knock you right on your ass. But it's it's unbelievable. On your what? On your what, Kevin? On your on your <laughs> uh, butt. On your uh, butt. <laughs> yeah, the uh when my street stock, I mean not to brag, but we had to switch out motors a lot because I was uh, I was popping motors quite a bit, but we would be get it down to forty five minutes to pull it and put a new one in. Yeah, I, would I mean, that's take, still not bad. Yeah. You know, we would take the whole front end of the car off, just unrivet the fenders at the door, you know what I mean, and unhook the bumper bar and pull the whole front end off of the thing and it'd be out. And, and out. Yeah, yeah, we didn't even have to take the fenders or nothing off, man. We, I just, I was skinny. I weighed 120 pounds. I could crawl underneath that thing all over it and get it, oh, I get out of it. it. The, the nose was so long on my car, like the cherry picker. Oh, I got gotcha. you. get gotcha. to the motor. Yeah. Right, so we had to take that crap off. Yeah. Yeah. Drop the front mount off. Finally, able to wheel it in there. Pull the fenders back a little bit after you unrivet them. Out in, put it back together. Yeah, just pop the, yeah. uh, pull the whole tranny and everything out of it at once at one tot, and back on in. You only had the the mount on the tranny and the two motor mounts, and you had that motor out. Yeah, ain't nothing. Yep. Headers. But yeah, that's our. Um, our driver picks, like I said, I have Chris Busher, Tyler has Tur uh, Cody Ware, Kevin picked Mike McDowell, uh, Nate's got David Reagan, uh, Josh Susie picked uh, Todd Gilliland, and Thomas picked Kaz Grala. Um, our rules for that this year is that we could only pick a driver twice throughout the season. Uh, last year we picked um, where you can only pick once throughout the season, but uh, allowing you know, to pick a driver twice means we're not having to pick uh, drivers like uh, Kaz Grala. And yet, everybody did. <laughs> Hello. Well, it's, it's Daytona is like, you never know what's going to happen at Daytona. You don't want to waste a good pick. You know, you don't want to waste 
Brad Keselowski at Daytona, even though he's a dominant driver at Daytona, but he all it's also he could be wrapped up in a big one on yeah. lap two and he wasted well, he doesn't got to worry about Logano, hopefully, his teammate taking him out. He doesn't have the teammate bullseye. Logano's taking out uh, – who did he take out? Burton, so. Yeah. No, he took out uh, Busher. He came, he came down on Busher in the duel. Right, but when he spins – Oh, he yeah, right. He along and hits him is Burton, the Wood Brothers, his teammate. Yeah, that's, I hope that's okay because he had a fast car. Yeah, but I don't want him to do that good, so. I like yeah. Benedetto, but I like Burton. I do like Matty D. Hopefully he does well on the trucks. Yeah. yeah he, he got, what, 10 flash night? <laughs> what? Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, man, it should have been at Discord last night when Kevin, uh, Thomas was talking okay, about the race. Go ahead, I'll mute it. <laughs> Did you hear about what I said about who won? No, I know. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I was going to ban Ryan Cruz for, <laughs> yes. for life last year. Thomas is like, this race, I can't believe it. I was like, don't say anything. I'm taping it. And Ryan Cruz goes, who won? I was like, said, don't say anything. I said, I'll ban you from You mean DVRing it? DVRing it, Kevin? Not yes, he DVRs it. it and he knows I'm okay. not going to spoil anything, but he still yells at me every single time. Dude, I've had so many ruined by people. It's just like, I'll punch you. Well, there was yeah. the only one time I ruined one for you because I thought you had left the Discord because I was working on something. And I even asked if you were still in there and you never responded. So uh, somebody else asked, and I I answered, and I hear you. I can't believe you just. I'm like, oh, I thought you left. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I don't know how you guys watch them and race. It's like I want to watch it, watch it. Yeah, yeah, I'm they listening. I have an open ear. <laughs> yeah, that was funny last night. I was about to pee myself. Brian Cruz is going to get choked right. out. He's going to get another incident point. He's so funny, man. He's so funny. <laughs> I wanted to like push the button and yell at him so many times last night, but like I said, I couldn't even stop concentrating enough to push a button on the wheel. But <laughs> yeah, yeah was, you actually so couldn't. Many, so many things come out of his mouth that just make me shake my head. The DQ <laughs> last night was thirty, right? Thirty, yeah. Did he yeah, rack up thirty-two? <laughs> Does that mean he starts next race with a plus two? <laughs> no, it don't matter who get there either way. <laughs> No, he's only got 30 on here. I'm looking at it right now. Okay, he was saying something about how he thought he got more on his way 30. to getting off the track. He had 30 incident points in 27 laps. And most of those I were had, off I track. Had I had 14. I was like, oh my goodness, I almost got to drive through here. He's breaking records. I only did three. I did all right. I ran off in the grass one time real far, but that was it. I didn't hit the wall or nothing, so. Three points. Yeah, yeah I Ryan have one. Actually, has one on here. Ryan Johnson does. James C. Yeah, James C. Goes of course yeah. the cupcake. He is the reason why we have the incident points. We ran a race at like uh, Bristol, and he ended up with like seventy-eight incident points. Oh man! It's like we ain't have that it. happens. That happens. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. It doesn't 78 happen. Seventy-eight incident points. Yeah, he just never like full blown cleaned anybody's clock. He just kept right. bouncing off of everybody. If it doesn't mm. happen, it ain't gonna happen racing with me because your ass ain't gonna be around very long. <laughs> Is he gonna wreck somebody, Kevin? Right to jail. If people purposely wreck others, it's it's a pretty harsh penalty. If you purposely oh, wreck, wreck somebody, you, yeah. Hey, I don't care. I'll wreck you. Uh, <laughs> well, you won't uh you won't no you won't. 
watch Dover. I think uh, I think uh, at that point we uh, we were investigating Cupcake's wheel setup, and he was have he is had all of his settings all messed up, and so yeah. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, his wheel was failing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's scary. It's yeah, like that was the his uh, wheel just came off, and he had to like steer with the with his hand on the. That was crazy. Yeah, we found out like he didn't have the correct firmware on his wheel, and then he didn't have the correct force feedback settings, well, and then he kept messing with all this stuff in the garage that you were able to tweak for the fixed setup, and just nothing was right. It was yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but turn your mirror yeah. on. Yeah, turn your mirror on, Cupcake. <laughs> but that's our uh, podcast for today. We've rambled a bit, but um, hopefully, you guys liked it. Uh, we've got next week our podcast guest will supposed to be John Peterson from Turtle Shells. You gotta tune into that one next week. Sounds good. Anybody got cool. anything else before we cut this off right here? NASCAR's back, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Yes, and uh Powerhouse League starts tonight. Oh yeah, man, I wish I could race that. Right during the NASCAR race. Yeah. <laughs> I can't race Friday and Saturday night, or I'd be in it. But yeah, yeah I'm at my limit. Weekends are for my family, so right. But, but they, I'm glad they moved it because the road to pro. Josh did road to pro. He got fifth, I think, and got a uh, yeah. hundred. He got 150 points, and I got 190. Third. Right? Was it? Oh no, you got 190. No, I thought it was 190. I only got 121. Maybe he did get 190 points because he's about yeah. 3300. But either way, he got a fifth. I got a third, but. Yeah, the way the points are. I looked it up, and uh, the guy who won top split got 411 points. So, wow. We're not catching them. It's all it's like the top. It's the, at the end of the season, it's like the top 40 who have the top 70. Points, right? Yeah, the top 70 go on to the next eight. Xfinity, right? The yeah. Top 20 oh, okay. that go on to race for the see if they can get a Coke. Okay. Crazy like town. Two stages. But yeah, you got to be. I guess there's one dude, he's like a 6,500, somebody watches, and he was in the third split with a 6,500, so you got to be way up there. What? Oh, my word. Yeah, dude. It's third split, 6,500 IR. I mean, I'll put this out there to anybody in our league that's running the road to pro. If you ever need a spotter or a crew chief, I am always available. <laughs> it's yeah. fun just to run them to see how you can do, you know. You know, you're yeah. not going to come up from 2,000 to the pros, but... Oh, so like if you're if you have higher I rating, you get more points. Oh yeah, it's you, just like, uh, you know it's like normal officials that run the same way. So if you got okay. the top, you know, last place in the top split probably got more points than I got for third. I see. So it'd be really hard to it's make. Oh, that makes sense. Almost. Okay. Yeah, you got to be way up there. It's a good idea. Good, good system. Good system. Yeah, I got it set up pretty well, but you got to put in the work to get there. Yeah. But hey, maybe I'll end up like time of jet ski and actually to race the Daytona 500 <laughs> in real life. <laughs> right. That yeah, could be you, Kevin. Know. No, I'm or an old Dave. man. It will never be me. But... <laughs> All right. Well, I, it won't be me. <laughs> no, I'm out. Yeah. We're all going to hit the lottery and we're just going to buy cars. Yeah, that, that'd be my there best chance. Right. But anyways, I will, we will cut this off here. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks yep. for listening to the Split Discussions podcast. <laughs>